Agotan Erev Shabbos, we're heading into Shabbos Mavachim Chedish Tishrei. That's uh, the last Shabbos of the year of 5781. And I wanted to share a few thoughts with the alumni of Fresh Start. This year, this past year, has obviously been uh, a meaningful one, an eventful one, if you've gone through a healing journey, like, like all of you have. And uh, I just wanted to give you some reflections to ponder in the days leading up to Rosh Hashanah and perhaps even to think about during Rosh Hashanah. When you're in shul, or if you're not in shul, or however you spend your Rosh Hashanah. But uh, here, here are some things to, to reflect upon. We know that, we know today, the way we experienced our relationship with our parents creates the parameters for how we experience our relationship with Hashem. So, no matter what my parents told me about Hashem, um, that was not as deeply ingrained as what I learned or I inferred about Hashem based on my relationship with my parents. And as a rabbi, I see this firsthand very, very clearly where I can speak to somebody, I can show them what it says in the holy books, I can quote to them chapter and verse, and they can even say it back to me and understand it intellectually with words. But other beliefs, negative beliefs, were already ingrained at a, at a level that's so much deeper than words. So it occurred to me that, you know, if it if it didn't go in with words, it's not that somebody sat you down as a child and said, you can't rely on God. God is great, but not, not to you. You know, you're, you're worthy of punishment and he'll always let you down because that's about all you deserve. Nobody told you those words. I mean, maybe, maybe somebody did. But in general, nobody said those words. In fact, they might have said the exact opposite. Their messaging, their verbal messaging could have been the exact opposite. But through the relationship, through what you came to expect as far as the reliability and the safety in your environment with your primary caretakers as a child, <coughs> excuse me, you got a very different message about the degree to which you can rely on Hashem. So those messages didn't go in through words. They're not going to be taken out through words. So I'm, I, which is ironic because I'm sitting here I'm the rabbi, I'm recording this message, I'm speaking, so what do I think I'm accomplishing here? What do I think I can accomplish with words? And I know that I'm very, very limited. I know that this is very, very limited, what this can accomplish. But here's what I could suggest to you. Kabbalaya kachpoltai. That's a major fundamental concept in kashras and in kashring vessels. As the matter was absorbed, the prohibited matter, the taste, so too will it be expunged. 
It didn't go in through words. It's not going to get taken out through words, which is why I'm not going to sit here and tell you God is good. God loves you. You are good. Those, if, 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 if the message you got on a cellular level of, of survival is not consistent with those words, then all the, that, those words that are going into your, you know, your thinking brain, not going to do, not going to do anything. Here's what I can tell you. And I'm not saying this from a therapeutic standpoint. It's not my place. I'm not a mental health professional. I'm a rabbi. I'm speaking from a Judaic standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, purely and only. There are beliefs we have about God that are not serving us well, and we didn't pick them up through words. We picked them up through experiences. We are going to develop new beliefs about Hashem, not based on words, not based on inspiring shiurim or lectures, but through experiences. 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 That means sensorial stimuli and input. Sight, hearing, taste, touch, smell. I'm suggesting to everybody to make sure that your Judaism is full of experiences. And I'm not going to tell you what those experiences are. Some people want to take a walk in nature, and that's where they feel an experience, a first-hand personal connection with a power greater than themselves. Some people, some weirdos, they find it in shul. <laughs> you know, there are such people who they, they find God in shul. Not that many, but definitely there are those people. By the way, they're not really weirdos. Just, just a joke, just a joke. Okay? Some people find it by going to Kivrit Tzadikim. They, they, it, it, it's not enough to learn the Torah of the tzaddik. They want to make that trip. They want to have that experience, the, the sights, the sounds, the new sensorial input. So they go to Kivrat Tzadikim. Some people go to the Kaisel. They want to go Friday night to the Kaisel. And I'm not even talking about the Kedusha of it. Obviously, there's spiritual stuff at play that's happening when you're going to Mekemes HaKedushim. I'm not even talking about it from a spiritual standpoint. I'm just saying that there is an experience to be had an experience as opposed to a didactic lesson of words, 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 words hitting your brain, okay? Uh, that's why many people have very real spiritual experiences at a fabrengen, sitting in a, in a, in, with the energy of the group, the collective energy, with, with a nigun, with, with, with fabaisen, with a lechayim, or, or, or a kumzitz, again, sitting with... Uh, with the energy of her group and with the, with, the, with the music, the power of the music. You need to make sure that you are not setting yourself up for failure by trying to talk yourself out of something that you were never talked into. It went in through experiences. So along with whatever therapeutic work you are doing, I'm telling you rabbinically, my rabbinical advice is to also replace the negative beliefs with positive beliefs that are implanted not through words, but through experiences. Gravitate toward positive experiences. Find friends, if that's your thing, if you're more extroverted. Or go off, be by yourself. Again, take a walk in nature. Do whatever it is that you do. And especially the high holidays. 
Tishrei is an opportunity for that. Now, I know, unfortunately, some of us have negative triggers associated with the, the senses of, of, of Tishrei, unfortunately, if that's, it's, if that's your case. But to whatever extent you can take advantage of the sound of the shoifer, the look of the kittel uh, on, on, on Yom Kippur, or, or the, the smell of hadasim and schach and sukkis, all of these, these experiences, which are not words, they're not words, they are sensorial experiences, this is something that we can connect to on a level that's deeper than the brain, and we can try to start to build some positive connections to, uh, to Hashem. So that's what I want to offer you. Um, be creative. Don't limit yourself when you're looking for experiences. You want to know something? Sometimes the best way to figure out a good experience is to design an experience for someone else, especially for your kid. So pretend you are the counselor in camp and you've got to come up with a cool activity or a cool outing for your kid. Arts and crafts, I don't know, make a little honey jar. I'm not, I'm not joking, okay, like make a honey jar for, for, for Rosh Hashanah. Or, uh, I don't know, put little uh, tabs, color papers in your, in your machzer to mark the different tefillahs, if that's not too neurotic of a thing for you to do, right? Do something, a project, something hands-on, something experiential um, that can give you grounding, that can get, put your body in the place where it needs to be so that you can be available for, for a new year with Hashem. We should all be blessed with all the blessings and the ability to see those blessings in our lives.